supplement. We on the money making mission, ain't no competition. It just hustle blends. I tell them, never tell the left what the right knows. Young visionary, facing all adversity. Sticking to my Bible and my wife, check my life. A million dollars ain't enough. You gotta run it up. Yeah, uh, you gotta run it up. They say we sick with it, you better wear a mask. They say we're moving towards the top, but we work like we're trash. I mean, these conversations happening, you shouldn't have asked. We're the winners of the future, not a slave to the past. You said we never, ever make it, and I'm saying you lied. Tune in every Monday, press play, share, and subscribe. Your invoice has been processed. Bring me my money, don't hide. Don't play with me, I'm Kingdom and I'm Southside. I'm Kingdom and I'm Southside. Transformation Nation in the house. What's good, baby? You ready? You ready? I'm sanctified in the Holy Spirit. You got to spit. You definitely got to make sure you spit up in there. So what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode, another new week, um, which means we had a whole lot, a whole lot of to talk to you guys about a million dollar conversations podcast. You already know what it is. I like hearing people say that, even if we really don't know what What it it is. (laughs) But I am your favorite. The one you love to come in town. She may bring goodies. She may just bring, you know, love. (laughs) But I'm your favorite rich auntie, Patrice Sanguini. And this is your favorite uncle. Uncle T, I'm going to come in with, you know, crossovers for the little kids. I'm going to cross them over, shoot on their heads, maybe even dunk on one of them and still give them a $10 bill. That is so nice. And you know me, I'm always um, looking for the burnt meat off of the barbecue pit. And um, yeah, I mean, that's my life. So we're back for another week, guys. Um, a million dollar conversations running up your bill. Some of y'all did not pay the invoice last week. And I'm not trying to shade y'all in front of everybody, but um, you need to pay. It's not free. It's not free. None of this is free. Invoice. Nah, like run, like run me my my coin. Um, but y'all, we got a whole lot, a whole lot of to talk to you guys about this week. Um, it's been officially one week since we have launched our books. Our books are available on www.faithboss.org where you can find both books. You can join the Faith Boss community, and then there is merch that is going to drop this week. Did you hear me? I heard you. Obviously, you did. Mm -hmm. All right. So, anyway, um, as far as business, Tweety and I have been just having a whole lot of discussions um, when it comes to business and things. And um, this week felt a little more normal, I guess you can say, Um, as far as like, when I say normal, I mean it very loosely. I mean, as far as us being able to go out and experience I guess life as we once knew it. Um, some more stores opened up and it's a whole lot more movement than it once was a few weeks ago. So I let's can we just talk about this real quick? Can we just just air this out real quick? Because businesses are they flourishing during this time? Like the the storefront businesses, because you know they're getting more patrons in, but they do have a limited capacity. But people are willing to wait. Like people are willing to wait outside in order to go in. Um, so are we, is this helping? Is this hurting? Is this second stimulus check that's in, that's in the works? Is this going to help or hurt us? What you thinking? I think that it's obviously helping mm-hmm. the businesses because if you're closed and all you have is an online retail, that's just one part of your business. But if you are open and getting both sides of it, you get a you get a benefit from it, like Staples or Office Depot or any of these uh, stationary uh, places. Like they are now getting both, uh, and I believe that it's going to help their business overall. But what I do see or foresee is that what they used to make is not going to be the same. So is this one? Is it possible to Rona proof your business? Um, or natural disaster proof your business because this was a great season if you were a business that has systems in place online systems in place even me you know a frequent shopper of the beauty supply store you know it took a minute for them to get their situation in order like because I feel like the initial shock like I feel like everybody needed that little two-week notice of like okay let me get my let me get my edges together because they for real for real told us we got to go home 
for real, for real told us like, okay, y'all need to stay home. Um, and I believe that it took a minute to get those systems in place because when you are so accustomed, think about thrift stores, think about, um, mom and pops, think about, um, people who are so, who are so gung ho of, Hey, I can have people come in my store at any moment. I'm guaranteed to have a six figure month every single month um, because of products I sell. I know for a fact that uh, these beauty supply stores, nail shops and things like that, where you will mainly find in the hood, definitely are maxing out uh, with six figure months, if not more, um, just because they know how to get the money from the consumer. So the initial shock of dang, we not getting this no more. Some of them decided to have like under the table operations like, hey, y'all call this number. Tell me what you want. I'm gonna throw a bag in your car. Um, And that legitimately, I believe it worked for a minute. One um, beauty supply store in a nearby town near us, um, the owner of it decided to do delivery. You order I'm gonna come drop it off at your doorstep. I thought that was pretty smart, but that she was a one a one man show, you know. And then um, finally, one store said, "Okay, you know what? We're gonna take this time, get our systems together, make sure that you know we can have an online site. So when you order before eleven o'clock, you can come and pick it up the same day. Boom! We are still getting some money moving. All those things are great, but I believe you have to have the mindset for it first. Mm-hmm. Meaning that you're willing to change what you've already been doing. And mm-hmm. some businesses are not willing to change what they were doing mm-hmm. because that stubbornness of it's always worked, it's going to continue to work. The consumer has learned that they have options. So if you went to beauty support, beauty, uh, if you went to the this beauty uh, shop A and in beauty shop A, they offered you this item. And instead of them offering at the price you're used to, Beauty Shop B says, you know what, we'll offer it at a cheaper rate and we'll deliver it to you. See, I I believe that people, well, and myself included, um, sometimes we find ourselves shopping for convenience over quality, you know, instead of waiting. Like if, if it means I have to wait an extra week or two to get something I want, but I can get something that's like less, you know, less and not in as great condition um, or, you know, not nearly at the at the the height of what I would have gotten, but mm. I can get it in two days. I'm about to get that thing because I don't want to wait. Can I say something? Amazon has spoiled us. Yeah. Amazon with the two day shipping and um, these other companies have started to either catch up or get left behind. Mm. The days of it's going to come between five to seven days are kind of over because people are wanting their stuff fast, especially when it's a already established business. Mm-hmm. So. People kind of could cut you some slack when you're like, oh, man, like this is a small business. Uh-huh. So I understand it taking five to seven business days. Right. But if it's Best Buy and you pay for one day shipping, you want right. it in one day. Right. And with the same quality. Right. There's demands on it. So the mm-hmm. demand is not just on, oh, I just want it faster. I also want the quality with it mm-hmm. because somebody out there is doing both. So shout out. Not that this shout out would reach this person, but we Bezo- don't know. Bezos. Shout out to Jeff. <laughs> hey Jeff. Hi Jeff. <laughs> can I can I borrow some? You know, just a little, just a little some, some, some. Uh, it's scary. It's scary how much foresight that man has. Um, that he has made Amazon into a machine. And Sweetie and I talk and we joke about it all the time. Like, dang, like what gone or like why is eBay still like? Why is eBay still even trying? Um, and like the uniqueness of eBay. Once eBay was like all we had. And like especially in the, the beginning days of the internet. And so now Amazon in this two day shipping situation and and Amazon Prime um, as far as like the movies and the music and everything else that you can get from Amazon. It's it's crazy. Everything about eBay. And this is not the bash eBay because I believe it is for certain people. <laughs> are looking for certain things like collectibles that's mm-hmm. a perfect place to go mm-hmm. you know classic things mm-hmm. you know vintage things so therefore their website is a little bit archaic to me mm-hmm. because i don't want to go somewhere and have to bid yeah for something that something i want i could just go ahead and get yeah. right so yeah. if i want it i want to go ahead and go directly to that merchant mm-hmm. and say hey i want this mm-hmm. and ebay seems like i have to compete for what i want nobody wants to compete if i'm giving you money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those days of competing were more on like this. This is the only place you could do that. Mm-hmm. 
And as Amazon came through, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a third competitor. I do foresee. So what could outdo Amazon? I'm not. You're not going to outdo Amazon. It's kind of like Walmart. Target and all these other stores, they're not trying to be Walmart anymore. They've realized that is a beast that started long before. Mm -hmm. It's like a dinosaur. Mm -hmm. Like it was there a long time ago. In order to like defeat it, it's going to take time. And Walmart knows that you'll always need them. Exactly. They say, oh, you could be a Target shopper all you want to. But when your funds are low and you need what you need. Not even funds low. When you want something that Target does not offer you at the price you're looking for. Right. Or that right, right. if you're going to if you're going to Target and you're looking for hardware supplies, you're not going to find exactly what you need. You might have to go to a Home Depot. Right. Everybody has their lane, their niche. Yeah. And it's up to them to stick to it, mm-hmm. you know. And what I see from Amazon is that they are disrupting industries, mm-hmm. disrupting the uh, movie industry, disrupting yeah. the uh, shipping industry, disrupting the world. Right. It's a global industry it's right. not They're just an accelerator for small businesses right so yeah. it's not a local thing they they have their hands in publishing they have their hands in to music they have mm-hmm. their hands everywhere because it makes more sense extending yourself mm-hmm. and casting your net yes. and seeing what you can catch yes so the lesson i've learned from amazon that it's okay to be duplicitous yes it's okay well, to more than duplicitous multifaceted multifaceted yeah. it's okay to to do a little bit of this a little bit of that mm-hmm. with strategy all those things come back could come back into one. They're not renaming things and saying, oh, we're just going to call it another thing. No, mm-hmm. they're saying it's Amazon Music, Amazon mm-hmm. Movies, Amazon, Amazon This, Books, Amazon, Amazon Publishing. Publishing all yeah, yeah. The, and that's under one umbrella. What? Mm-hmm. Amazon. Mm-hmm. So the reason he called it Amazon is because it's a jungle. Like he mm-hmm. wanted it to just sprout yeah. into a, like he saw the foresight of what it's supposed to right, be. Right, right. He was in 2025 in 2005. In 1990s. Yeah. Like they wrote about him. They're yeah. like, hey, why are you running out of this one office? He had like a small banner behind him. Yeah. And you could watch the documentary. Um, and it, it showcased somebody with foresight, with vision and principle. Mm-hmm. that they were willing to stick to mm-hmm. long nights of figuring out things together and hiring yeah. your weakness right, hiring right. people who are smarter than you hiring people who can start their own businesses without you right and that kind of mindset it takes a great leader yes yes and w- that's what i love the most about seeing that brand really grow mm-hmm. and when you see archaic things like blockbuster and even the one where you get the disc from the machine. What is it called? Redbox. Redbox. Mm-hmm. They have their own lane. Redbox is a little smarter because they're like, hey, we're going to be right next to this Kroger. And you're going to be thinking about that date mm-hmm. on the way out. You're going to be right. thinking about that we're right in front that of the CBS. Out. Right. And then guess what? <laughs> If you don't return this at a certain time, that's $2 We got your extra. number. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Take your time returning this DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lose the DVD, matter of fact, so we can charge you extra money. Right, right. The so, DVD is yours. Yeah. $20 so later. It's they yours. found a niche in a place where there's not a lot of people doing that. Yeah. People think DVD is dead. Yeah. A lot of things are not dead. They're just not being applied. I think that we're currently in the age of convenience we're currently in the age of servicing people and servicing them quickly and that is how you get and retain a lot of consumers right service with a smile Mm -hmm. learning customer service chick-fil-a great at that understanding how to uh cultivate such message uh, um, how to cultivate a message within even selling yeah Hey, instead of saying, you know, you're welcome. My pleasure. My pleasure. Just a simple word twist. Just mm-hmm. a simple uh, gesture in training. Right. Because this is a training thing. This mm-hmm. is a, this is a foresight from the head down. Mm-hmm. Not from the front. Not from just a couple of franchises. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Patrice sometimes we talk about. Man, you know, this is a good. Denny's. That's a bad Denny's because mm-hmm. of who's there. This right. is a good Waffle House because of the cook. It don't make or break the whole chain. Right. So the best thing to do if you're a business and you own multiple things is always to be good at what you do, mm-hmm. no matter what store it is. Mm-hmm. I don't. I shouldn't have to be like, which one should we go to today? Mm-hmm. They all should be good. Mm-hmm. I've yet to ran to one bad Chick-fil-A. We can all attest to that. Right. Maybe you have. Maybe this was like a rare occasion. And even if I remember one particular time, you remember that time we uh, had Chick-fil-A? Well, we, I think I had Chick-fil-A and I got really sick. Yeah. And then I kept going back. I kept going back. Part of that was just me just being foolish. But, I mean, like, I, I can't 
it's like you can't let go of it because uh, not because the chicken is just the best chicken you've ever had in your life, but you're going to get treated like somebody. You know, if you already running late somewhere and you hop in that drive through, you're going to be in it for two seconds and you're going to get in and out. You know, like it's, it's, it's a vibe. Yeah. And when you pull up to the, the little machine that talks to you, you're not going to hear hello. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're <laughs> what not you gonna- want? Yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> You're not going to hear those things. That's a lack of professionalism. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about business, since we're in the business section of things, I, I believe that, man, going, doing, going back and doing your homework is important. Right. Especially if you know that it can assist you in the mm-hmm. long run. Mm-hmm. So many people are focused on one area of business. You know what that area is, Patrice? What's that? Sales. Selling. Yeah. People are focused on sales and not worried about the customer service. They're not worried about separating themselves from the next person. Right. And people want quick money. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said in the last podcast, nobody wants to wait on their money. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to invest and see their money grow. Mm -hmm. And people will think you're not where you need to be based off of what you have. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have the flashy watch, if you right. don't have the flashy car, if you don't have the fancy mansion, mm-hmm. people think that you're behind. But really, if you're investing right, an investment can be even in your health. Mm. So you can get to see the things right. that you are working for. Right. You're making a sacrifice for longevity. I believe that's the shortened definition of investing. And it can take you into any realm, whether it's in your health, whether it's in your um, your spirit, you know, your spiritual life, your walk with Christ. If it's um, who in your mental state, you know what I mean? Just exercising the things that you already know, just any any temporary sacrifice you make to see longevity and growth in that area is an investment. Yeah, earlier when we talk, we were talking about just eliminating self, mm-hmm. getting out of your own way. Right. In business, that is the number one thing that kills the startup. Mm-hmm. Even in your even in in your own life, the thing that gets in the way is you. Mm-hmm. I can speak for myself. The thing that gets in the way of Tweety is Tweety. About 58, 60% of the time, <laughs> if we're going to put a, a percentage on it, mm-hmm. because I will lie to myself about a thing that I know is not true. Yeah. Yeah. The distractions, the things that we do to steal our own time, you know, like sometimes we could be so conservative with our time that we give others, but not realizing that sometimes we sit up there and we're our own downfall and where we are mentally. And then, and then that accountability is not going to be there each time that. Mm. you're not going to allow somebody else to hold you accountable if you're not accountable to yourself. Right. And a lot of people are, feel like an attack. <laughs> right. A lot of people are waiting for other people to hold them accountable and walk them the way. Mm. But that mature, that maturity that they're seeking has to be found first in acceptance. I have a part to play in it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I just want us to grow, especially in that business aspect. I can speak for black businesses to where it feels like people Think that you owe them something. Oh, okay. We're black. Okay. You know, my brother, uh-huh. can you cut me a, a little right. deal? Can you cut the shipping off? I'm not for buying me? the milk in the hood because, you know, Mr. Joseph, his milk too high. Right. Yeah. You know, oh, it's a black business. Why they coffee got to be like this? There's so many things we and we scrutinize black businesses, right? Like it's and it's literally one or the other. There's no gray area. People are either like, oh my gosh, I'm buying from you just because you black. You ain't got to be nothing else that I identify with but black. You black and you making cookies. You black and you doing hair. You black and you doing nails. I want a black nail tech. Don't know nothing about nothing about nothing about that person. But just because they're black, we want to do stuff. My identity is found in Christ, not yeah. my culture, not the color of my skin, not the social issues and, and things that are happening in the world. Not that I'm ignoring all those mm-hmm. things, not that I'm putting them and casting them to the side, but right. I'm saying my identity is found in Christ, right. meaning that I stand first for what he says. Mm-hmm. I follow him. Mm-hmm. So the word Elohim means God. Yes. You know, it means it. it, it it showcases to me that he is supreme. To me, that's that's the perfect definition. He is supreme. Mm-hmm. Supreme leader above all things. Right. Big and right. small. All things. Humans, ants. Yes. <laughs> he is in charge of all things. Right. Like, Hills, valleys. <laughs> right. Whatever you can think of. If, if you know, I, I heard a song, you know, play on the radio. It's like, if mountains cry out to him. Yes. 
You know, if rocks cry out to him, mm-hmm. why can't I cry out to my Jesus? Right. You know, and I think all those things, if you get your faith section of your life right. Yeah. The business section becomes a lot easier if you're doing it right because it'll teach you discipline. Right. Teaches you submission. Teaches you obedience. Right. Yeah. So as we should be seeing more Christian businesses rise to the top mm-hmm. instead of fall to the bottom. Right. With the excuse of it's because I'm a Christian business. Right. No, it's not. Don't 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 do don't you do that. Yeah. It's because of you. Or people don't need to know I'm Christian for me to sell this or for me to do this. Like if they ask, I'm gonna tell them. But like they ain't gotta know. Right. And I think the the closer we get to eliminating the noise, mm-hmm. white noise, mm-hmm. you may, some may say, the faster we get to the actual work. Yes. Of lately, I've been talking about the Paul in me, the temperament of yeah. Paul in me. Right. Of, yeah, they're whooping me. Yeah, I'm in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a thorn on my side. Or, but... But, God, but God, yeah. But I will continue. Yes. But I will finish the race. Right. And I think that that kind of tunnel vision, you know, they said that they put those blockers on the horses, yeah, so that they don't see to the left or the right. Right. Not because the horse is just an idiot. The horse wants to go where it wants to go. To. Right. Right. And you have to break also, the will of the horse. Right. Yes. And we talked about this in in one of our Bible studies that we were teaching of like breaking that will. Yes. Like showing the horse who's boss, essentially. So right now, if you're going in, if you're in the middle of a breaking season, some things are falling off of you. You don't feel comfortable. You feel like, dang, can I catch a break? Just ask God, okay, Lord, the blinders, where do you want me to see? What, what finish line am I aiming towards? Because a lot of the distractions and the noise can, you don't want to be just broken and distracted. You want to be broken and then going towards your purpose. You want to be broken and going towards what God wants you to do. And when I say broken, I don't mean like just, you know, scattered in a million pieces and oh me, oh me, oh me, oh my. Like I don't want you to be hurt, but the things that God wants you to do, do not necessarily require your old you. They don't, no, not necessarily. They don't require your old you. So the breaking process that we're talking about is specifically about taking things off of you lord if my heart is breaking yours shoot break that thing like whatever you gotta do break me away from whatever you gotta separate me from so i can get close to you that's what we're talking about it's important to know that god already does know your heart so when you're telling him god when you're telling people god knows my heart yeah he does yeah he does he knows what's in it and he knows it more than we do (laughs) yes yeah so Man, as we're jumping into the the faith aspect of our podcast, I want you to remember that in your business, in the things that you are doing, Mm -hmm. if you just follow Jesus, Mm -hmm. if you just follow what he has for your life, you don't got to worry about the numbers. You don't got to worry about the sales. Right. You don't got to worry about who thinks you're doing it right or wrong. It's a true testament of your faith. You know, sometimes... um, I see a lot on social media and I'm, I'm having my own revelations about social media these days. Um, just because I feel like it needs to be a tool and not a hobby. Um, but that's not where I was going. I think that sometimes I see a lot of people post about like in these business groups, like, you know, when is it going to be my turn? I see y'all posting y'all $10,000 days. When is it going to be my turn? You know, Oh me, Oh me, Oh me, Oh my, like, you know, they just, they just going off. And I, something in me was like immediately irritated with that. Um, because it's not, and, and not in a way of like, Oh my gosh. Like, but in a way of like, I've said that before, but I, even when I said it, I knew it just, it, it was, it was, you know, it was null and void. Like it was, it was not for not. It was, it was leading me from one wall to another. Like it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't edifying. It wasn't, um, prophetic. It wasn't anything like mm-hmm. when is it my turn? One, you robbing, um, you're robbing God of his glory of what he's doing in your life now. You know, when is it my turn? Because right now at this very moment is your turn of something that you once prayed for. You're standing in the midst of something right now that you once prayed for and answered prayer. You know, um, even if it was like, Hey, you know, 
I'm in a healthier place. I'm in a, a better place. I'm in a more peaceful place. I know more today than I did yesterday. Like that is worthy of that's praiseworthy. Um, so when I see people say it, when is it going to be my turn? Because guess what? God is trying to get your attitude and your heart right. Because when it is your turn, because it's not like just because that's happening for another person that your turn is late. It's on time, but it's happening when it's happening because God has to get your heart. We have to get our posture right. We have to remain in that postured position um, so that when when if hustle blends all of a sudden, you know, get get hit from every which way. One morning when we wake up, Tweety and Patrice need to have their heart and their mind together in order to take care of that. Because if we waking up acting crazy, that is not fulfilling of what God wants for us. You know, it's easy to. Say, when is it my turn when you're not doing the work? Yeah, it's super easy. It's yeah. easy to say, when is it my turn when you want a handout? Mm-hmm. When you want somebody to walk you mm-hmm. through how to mm-hmm. get to your turn. Mm-hmm. I saw a post uh, the other day and it was talking about, I won't respond to you if you say, what do I need to do to make my <laughs> business six figures? Yeah. That is not a question that is going to be answered with one answer. Right. It so, can't be answered. It can't. I cannot tell you if I have a six figure business, I cannot tell you how to make your business because you're asking people will pay for answers that they don't want to work for. Mm-hmm. Like if you could just give me like, if I could say, Hey, Tweety, this is how I did it. I sold peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Man, you going to go up in Kroger and you going to wipe the shelves clean with all different types of bread and spreads and everything else because it worked for me. So it must work for you. And that goes to show how dependent we are, and how much faith we put in other people. Right. As, I, as opposed to what God. I don't know? want anybody else's sloppy seconds or yeah. anybody else's vision. Yes. What yes. I mean by that is that I don't want. Your well, leftover blessing. Today. Oh, thank you. You talking real good. That's <laughs> doing something to me. <laughs> Anyways, I don't want anybody's part two of my confession. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't want anybody else's uh, sloppy seconds or somebody last else's last minute word. Yeah. Last minute favor. Last yeah. minute this. Like yeah. to where they're giving me the things that they learned in nineteen. Whatever. I'm not talking about wisdom. I'm talking about just saying. Yeah, just strategy. Strategy or game. Like, you know, I used Windows 10. That does not apply to me. (laughs) It doesn't. Right. I used Excel. I'm like, well, for what? Yeah. There's so many things that people will try to manipulate to sound right. Right. But is not right. And instead of looking for the how to, you need to get the why to. Talk about that. You need to get the why. I think we all looking for the how. We all looking for what what comes at the end of it. And, you know, a lot of people, it gets people, it's an attention getter. Like, so I see why people strategize in that way of saying, hey, I made a $10,000 month or I made a, I had a $100,000 month Um, because that's an attention getter. That is disruptive and, and disrupting things gets you clients. It gets you sales. It increases retention and all that other good stuff. Um, but, um, is it necessarily, you know, what kind of clients you're going to get. So, you know, you're going to get clients, but you're going to get the people that are going to be dependent on your every word in the first book. She talked about how to, how to make the hundred thousand dollars. And then the second book, she's going to tell me how to make $200,000. I can't wait to buy it. You know, the thing about that is that you will find one or two or a few that will get to that six figures. Yes. Now it becomes a testimony thing. Yes. Look at the disciples. Yes. The people yes. I have groomed right. to become this. Right. I don't even want to get into that world because it's just complicated. It's full of schemes. It's full of just wickedness. It's full of a lot of things. Yeah. I'm talking about when it comes to the inner, the thing that God has called you to is specifically for you. Yes. It has nothing to do with the business coach. Yeah. It has nothing to do with all these other gurus that you listen to faithfully but not read your word. I'm just I'm speaking to somebody. Right. If you catch it, you catch it. If you don't, you don't. And, and I want to say I'm not against people who are in a position to consult other people from a wise place. 
That's not what I am I'm, not against it. That's not what I'm saying either. Yeah. I'm just saying that if it's your vision, yeah. you got to run it. That's it. You got to see it that's through. It. You got to put in the yep. work. You got to pay for that 1200 course that you want to take. Mm-hmm. That's different. Mm-hmm. That's you investing back into your business. Mm-hmm. You investing back into your wealth of of knowledge. Right. The, but the dream is not for sale. Right. Nobody's about to sit up here. Don't call me and tell me, hey, what should I do? What kind of business should I run? You know, I actually see people ask those questions on uh, these these different Facebook groups. They're like, hey, guys, what kind of business should I run? <laughs> and like, I, that floors me. That floors me that people actually ask that. That's it comes, crazy. It comes from a place of need. Yeah. A place of want. A place of admiration. Looking for inspiration. Um, and I, I feel for them because they're tuna for the shark. Mm-hmm. They are ready to get eight. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's going to be 1200 Yeah. before we even discuss what, what it is we're going to figure out for you. They're going right. to figure out something, Yeah. but I don't know if it's for you. Yeah. 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 That part. That so part. if, if you're seeing your home girl, or, uh, 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 if you're a guy, if you're seeing your homeboy, just, uh, they got a business going and they cut hair. And one day you wake up, you're like, I want to cut hair. And you start cutting hair and you get okay with it, but you have no passion like they do. That's not your vision. Yeah, it's not. It's just you cut hair. Yeah. But that's their <laughs> actual vision. Right. And a lot of people do that. Right. You have this. I have that. Right. And I'm like, at any time, do any of those things. Yeah. Like, I, you will never be stopped from that. Right. But if it's not your vision, the fruit will show. That's it. It will it will truly manifest, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it will be like, well, that wasn't what God said. It wasn't for you, yeah. So learning what God said and sticking to what God said is gonna get you closer to the finish line, right? Than trying to do it your own way or trying to get somebody to do it for you. So there's a huge difference between occupying a a saturated market and um, what God has for you is for you. So I want to break these things down, okay? So there's nothing wrong with if you do nails and you know 10 other nail techs, but God, but, but in this season, you are supposed to do nails. There's nothing wrong with that because nobody's going to do nails the way you do them. Like nobody's you. And that is your selling point, right? But there's also, there is something wrong with, I see that there are a bunch of people doing nails right now and I see that I could possibly learn how to do it. And like, like it kind of becomes one of those, I could do that. Like it becomes a hustle, you know, and in this season, Tweety and I talk about it a lot, strategy over hustle, you know what I mean? Obedience over hustle. Yes, we have a business called Hustle Blends and we have broken down the definition of why we named it that beforehand. Um, but instead of just like hitting the wall every single day and night, oh man, I'm gonna hit something, I'm gonna hit something. Like there's some, the, the hunger in that is is admirable, but you have to hustle with strategy so you know exactly where you're going because there's some people out here running laps and don't know why they running them. Don't know where they're going with them. In case you forgot what hustle stands for, for hustle blends, hustle stands for help us see the light everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Jesus. We're talking about spreading his word through coffee, mm-hmm. through the lifestyle that we live. Through, through our, conversations. Our, exactly. Through yes. conversations, through our apparel line, mm-hmm. through uh, the candles, through just the, the different things that we're doing in our lives and in our business. That's what hustle blends means for us. Mm-hmm. Not just I picked up something and I go with it. Right. That's not what we represent. Right. That's for somewhere else. Yes. Or someone else. But what I want us to focus on as 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 you're listening to this is that, hey, you were born unique. Mm-hmm. You have a gift and a talent inside of you that nobody else in this world has, mm-hmm. just like you. Mm-hmm. You could even want to do something like this. Mm-hmm. It could seem intimidating, but you can do it. Right. If you want to do a podcast, if you want to write movie scripts, if you want to write songs, whatever God has you put inside. You want to write inside. a book. A lot of people have approached us about writing books lately and everything. I yes, mean, you yeah, can. Absolutely. Si se puede. Yeah. Si se puede. Because I'm telling you, from us, you ain't never going to hear, nah, 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 nah. Like, nah, nah. We, we gonna, you want to write a book, we can get you published. We're we going to help you write this book by the end of next week. You know what I mean? Like, we want to see it through for you, but don't just, to specify what we're saying is don't just jump on something because you see it work for somebody else. Do it because you were called to it. Do it because that's the room you're supposed to be in. Go to your assigned seat. Do not be out here sitting in somebody else's seat. 
for all my Bible readers, I hope you're listening. Are you ready? Samuel was called. Mm-hmm. David was called. Mm-hmm. Abraham was called. Mm-hmm. Jesus was called. Mm-hmm. Jonah called. You know what Jonah did? He ran away. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people run away from what they're called to to look for something that's comfortable. And so that's that's crazy that you say that because so many people say that they don't know what they're called to. Or so many people say, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? But we're all called to something. <laughs> right. So what I mean by that is that as you are living your life, there is that one thing from a little girl or a little boy that everybody could say, I knew it. I saw it all over them. Mm-hmm. You can see on these kids every single time I come to like Patrice school, I'm like, man, that, 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 what, what's going on with that kid? Yeah. You know, there's something all over them <laughs> yeah. that they're going to be somebody yes. one day. Yes. And you yes. can see that just glow already. They yeah. don't know it. Right. And, you know, now I feel like how our parents felt. They right? like, mm, you keep playing around. I know what God has for you. You're going yeah. to come back. Yeah. You'll see. Yeah. yeah. It was all over them. Yeah. So I, I know that while you're here in this season, I don't know what you're going through. We don't know what you're currently battling. But I'm here to let you know that you're called to something, Mm -hmm. that God has a purpose for you, Mm -hmm. and this is going to only strengthen you. Whatever whatever trial, whatever tribulation, whatever circumstance, it's only going to shape a better you Mm -hmm. when you surrender, Mm -hmm. when you repent, when you ask for forgiveness. All those things are going to assist you in the long run. Mm -hmm. And I believe sometimes we run to business as a safe haven mm-hmm. but we need to run to christ first right boy you fine i oh, thank you i appreciate that you like find you. yourself i like you. i like you let's jump into the relationship stuff that's what they want to hear right? i like when you be talking good like that like this that like you know it those like are the non-sexual things that turn me on just like seeing my husband one being like completely submitted to Christ like completely like like just just dedicated um but two just hearing him just 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 spit like you know just hearing him just like talk about things that are real I don't I couldn't be with somebody that was sugarcoating anything I couldn't be with nobody that's gonna enable or you know you know I don't want to hurt your feelings like no 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 like my husband he keeps it real with me it turns me on every single time I like you a lot and I, I, I like you I appreciate you and I want you I want you so how important <laughs> is it to to because I think that sometimes those words coming from a woman to a man or, or sometimes when I feel like it's coming from me to you I know that when you say those things to me it's like ah <laughs> but like like is that fulfilling at all to you like if I if I tell you like man I want you like you fine like like is that is that like does it have the same effect I guess what do you think I don't know tell me absolutely, That's what I absolutely. it does I think for me, it's just an affirmation. We all need to be affirmed yeah. with each other, with our relationships. Right. Like you do need to tell your wife she's beautiful. You need to tell her she finds somebody else will. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, I mean, you better find a way to, man, keep that thing young. Yeah. You know, find ways to excite each other. I know that we are young in marriage, but I'm saying even in a in, in a in a in a short period of time we have been married, it's easy to get lost in the mundane things and be like, "Oh, that's just Patrice. Oh, that's just Tweety." And not be like, "Nah, man, that's 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 my boyfriend. You know, that's my girlfriend." Like mm-hmm. having those intimate conversations with mm-hmm. one another and just kicking and spitting game being real right. with one another right. and being like you know this is what i like that's what you know just being able to be candid right. with one another and date one another because some people have misconstrued that mm-hmm. dating is not just getting dressed and going somewhere mm-hmm. you could date by you know a little you know conversation downstairs I think it's the pursuit. I think that's what people are saying when they date. Like, they're saying, like, I want to be pursued. Or I want to, you know, chase you again. Or I want to do this and that. I'll chase you (laughs) all the time. Okay. Anyway. um, But, you know, it's 
in these in these marriage streets, I tend to see a lot of people say like marriage is hard, marriage is hard, marriage is hard. And you never want to take away from what other people have experienced in their marriage that that as to why they can say marriage is hard. Um, but I can honestly say and this is just to brag on God um, that it it's never felt like work to me, like it's never felt like I was punching the clock, you know, to 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 be married to you like we've had hard days you know, but it wasn't like a, this is hard. This is work. I'm tired. Like it, it's never felt like that between me and you. No, I think marriage is fun. It's fulfilling. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's everything that I thought it wasn't because I thought it would be one of those, like, let's just be serious all the time. And you know how people portray it on social media or on these relationship you know, pages and like, you know, when you marry somebody you love, you know, you'll you'll never have an argument. You guys will have these wonderful vacations. And I'm like, well, what if you just downstairs and she just farted on you or he just farted on you? Yeah. It's just like that's marriage, too. That is. And that and deserves that to be you displayed. Know, yeah. Yeah. That's but true. that's not displayed to the world because it's like, oh, man, I guess everything y'all do is just fine. Yeah. And. I think when you stop trying to fit in a bubble of relationship goals, which is something that's been going on out here in the streets, yeah, and put yourself in a mode of working on myself if you're single. Mm-hmm. Working on yourself does not have to do with, with A, dating around, or B, uh, finding even the things that you may want in another partner. Finding yourself or finding or def- let me let me let me change that wording. Defining yourself. Mm-hmm. Defining yourself would be knowing who you are and whose you are. Right. Right. And being okay with the season that you're in. So would you say that you know a lot of people say when you get married, like you know, it's like this exclusive society, and like nobody gets out alive, and um, all this other stuff. But do you think that you've um, shifted identities? And to once like what the familiarity um, that people may have had towards you as single Tweety. Um, and of course, you haven't been single for a hot minute. But, you know, like, is it different? Like, as opposed to me being able, you know, if I'm your homeboy, I'm your friend or whomever, like I could call you, we can go out, we could do this. Was that did that, that ever feel like a sacrifice to you or what was that transition like? It never felt like a sacrifice, but I always felt abandoned. Really? Like I like from the single men that I was in a group, which all my friends are either family or really close. Most of them are family. Mm. So I always felt like some sort of abandonment of mm-hmm. like, oh, we doing all this. Oh, he married. So like I appreciated it. Yeah. But I'm like, y'all it not still do- don't make it any easier. Right. Y'all not doing <laughs> anything bad. Like y'all playing like poker or y'all yeah. y'all just going out to uh golf. Like yeah. Come on now, like like I could go for that. Yeah. Like why why not ring up my line for that yeah. too? Yeah. But it felt like I was coming in to ruin the fun. And I was like, dang, like <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stay over there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I think I've learned to adapt to that by saying that you know maybe it's a, it's not an intimidation thing. It's more of a I want to be around the same birds. I want to be around so we can talk that talk. Yeah. Like if I'm talking single talk, I don't want Mary Tweedy to start correcting me. Mm-hmm. I don't want, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to influence him to anything either. So out of respect, mm-hmm. I'm not inviting him. So with that, I was like, you know what? That's cool. I understand. Right, 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 right. I feel like with single Patrice, um, I, I one, my single self was I, that, that, that's it. That's that on that. You know, it wasn't, um, there, it's not like I felt like I was missing out on something getting married that I missed out on before, you know, because there are things that we even as a married couple and as close as we are and as much as we love being around each other that we still do by ourselves just because we like to like I I've gone to go see a movie by myself before um, and it wasn't because like me and Tweety fell out or what's wrong with you. Like I wanted to just go see it. Like I just, I just missed it and I wanted to go see it. You know, um, like I've gone to, you know, run errands by myself before and go get myself something to eat and do things like they go shopping. Like it's, it's been okay. You know, sometimes you need those moments to 
um, to debrief and, and to just think and stuff. And like sometimes, you know, ain't nothing wrong with, you know, setting, you know, missing setting, each other. Setting yourself up for success. Setting you yourself up I mean. for success. You know what I mean? So I don't feel like I missed, I missed out on anything in my singleness. I don't think there's anything in my singleness. I don't think I have any regrets of like something I should have done. Um, I think I did a lot more than I should have done. So I, I'm, I'm thankful that I met you when I did. I think daily that should be a thing, like having your own identity. I always talk about the things that I love. I love music. I love sometimes nothing but quietness. Mm. And sometimes Patrice is Patrice. Yeah. And like there's a video I put on Instagram and like some na- some days I wake up and she's singing real loud. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. And it's not that I'm irritated by you. Or that I just don't want you around. It's just like, for me, I know that a healthy relationship has that kind of balance Mm -hmm. of Tweety does this, Patrice does that. Mm -hmm. If we're doing everything together, pooping together, having life together, um, walking around. Life is code word. You'll get it. Uh, it. (laughs) uh, Walking around, you know, working out together. All those things are fun. But if Patrice can't watch what she wants to watch and is girly... Like, I shouldn't be talking about, man, I just want to watch ESPN. No, I go downstairs and watch it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even have to be a a big deal. Yeah. And I think sometimes we don't individualize areas of our lives. We're still one, Mm -hmm. but you still have to learn how to individualize. What do I like? Yeah, I mean, Sweetie been talking about when these gyms open up like forever, and I'm and I, when they open Monday, up, I want him to tomorrow, go. Tomorrow, I want him to. And it's not like I'm trying to get rid of my husband. No, but I want him to go back to his thing. You know, like it. It actually makes me excited to see you in your doing things that you like to do, like to see you in your zone doing something that excites me. I love that. And you know, to go back off of we started off the conversation, the things that excite me or I guess turn me on about you are just your confidence about who you are, your confidence about um, just the kind of woman you are, what you're able to put on the table. Because sometimes we take off things that we are to say to put on the things that we say we're not, Mm. you know, so affirming yourself and claiming the things that you are over, you know, complaining or stating things that you are currently working on is way better for me. Mm-hmm. So continue affirming yourself. Continue walking and being bold. Mm-hmm. That girl, that that lady on that picture on your book, that's my wife. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm talking about. That's what I look forward to mm-hmm. when I come home from work mm-hmm. or when you know I'm out somewhere and I'm like, man, I w- I want to go home to be with my wife. Mm-hmm. That is exciting for me. And I think those things need to be stated daily, once mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. to your significant other. Because sometimes we forget what we mean to each other yeah. when we don't say them out loud. Right, right. Man, no, Tweety. No, Did you, you feel like I had two bold of opinions when we first met? Yes. I, I felt like I couldn't corral you in. What do you mean? Like... When we first met, I was trying to figure you out. Like, how how do I, one, understand Patrice, mm-hmm. speak her language second, yeah. and three, master that. Mm-hmm. So I got the first two done, but the last one, I, it took me a while. Yeah, but man, he cold now. He, he, <laughs> like, he, he tells me about me. I'm like, wow, you're right. Okay, let's do this. So yeah. I think all those three work in, with time. You know, I heard, you know, your OG, your, your daddy, Don. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're listening, Don, well, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> As my dad would say, you're most welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he he said, like, you know, about our relationship, he said, only time will tell. Mm-hmm. And I believe it sounds so simple. It sounds so generic, but I think it's true. Mm-hmm. I think time in a relationship will ultimately tell you what people's intentions are Mm -hmm. where their heart really is you cannot have everything together but your heart is for seeing me succeed your heart is Mm -hmm. for marriage Mm -hmm. if your heart is for marriage well over time you're gonna show that ring right Mm -hmm. but over time some people stick around waiting for the ring and never get it hey chrissy i'm talking about you Uh, Uh, how long is too long to how okay how long is too long as a man to not propose to a woman 
three years. After three years, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. As a man, from the man's perspective. From from a man's perspective, Mm. my mom gave me a timeline. She's a woman, and I trust her opinion on this because it made sense to me. Mm -hmm. She says it takes a year to know somebody at least almost all the way fully. Mm -hmm. Like, consistently hanging around. I'm not talking about long distance and Mm -hmm. y'all not seeing each other, but I'm talking about dating each week mm-hmm. seeing each other being mm-hmm. around each other seeing the mannerism how do you talk to your mom how do you talk to your dad mm-hmm. how do you talk to your brothers mm-hmm. how, what kind of surroundings do you put yourself in like mm-hmm. all those things encompassed after a full year of knowing somebody you should be able to say i, I can marry you so i'm gonna put you on um put you on the spot and i'm gonna ask you a complicated question um being that you're from a big family that's united was it hard to um, see the potential for a family with me being that I don't come from a large family and we're not very um, united um, and everything like that. I don't have a strong relationship with a lot of my family members. Was that something that was kind of like, because I hear a lot of people say, you know, if they come from a big family, like our oh, relationship with your family is everything. And if you don't got that, I don't want it. So wh- what are your thoughts on that? That didn't deter me because I understood Mm-hmm. After I, I was around <laughs> a couple of family events, I was like, oh, yeah, all right, mm-hmm. that, that makes sense. Yeah. Or I, I got to meet some of the people in your family, and they're wonderful people, but I feel like there was a lot of generational battles and cycles that people mm-hmm. were still engulfed in mm-hmm. that Patrice wasn't going to fix that, Twitty wasn't going to fix that, mm-hmm. only Jesus could fix that. Right. And them being uh, able to allow that full surrenders and forgiveness over each other mm-hmm. so i never really thought about it like that in fact I, really, I actually appreciated it more because i felt like if we had the same mm-hmm. kind of families it would be too awkward really i do believe that because yeah. it would be like you're meeting fire with fire like there's a lot of stuff going on yeah. and i feel like god knew that yeah. so it was like a perfect balance of like oh okay we can all get along and mm-hmm. i believe our our parents get along beautifully yeah because of the relationship that we have right right not the relationships that they have right i would wish for them to have a closer relationship but i get it yeah I, it is what it is it is what it is like <laughs> yeah. I, like my dad doesn't play golf with your dad it's okay it's i fine. really get it's, it it's really fine <laughs> because of who they are right, yeah. and where they come from backgrounds language just I get it. Yeah. So I never took it as like, oh, this is a weakness. Like, oh, Patrice doesn't understand family. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, no, if she doesn't understand something, she could always learn to understand something. Right. Right. That for me was, um, it was tough. Um, just, and, and even still in some ways, I'm still trying to understand family and trying to understand the, the unity and the power of family. Um, it's not that I don't have a family just to clarify, but we just have a small family. My mom, you know, I'm the only child. I don't have cousins that are in my peer bracket. Um, all of my cousins are at least like 10 plus years older than me. Um, and so I just did not have a lot of like side by side conversations with anybody other than my mom and my dad growing up and they are not together. So it was not a lot of like, this is how this works. Like it just wasn't like that. And so even now that Tweety and I are together and, and like we, we talk about things and we're, you know, obviously wanting a family one day. I I just, sometimes my mind is still catching up with, okay, this is okay. This is fine. You know, you you don't have to feel like you don't deserve this. And I think that's been my issue for a long time, like deserving this. And and being honest with yourself. That's what I love about you. Like the honesty bridges the gap of mending stuff. Mm. You know, like when you want to mend stuff or mend a problem or Mm. mend an issue, you first have to be honest. Like, if I know my my biggest issue is um, eating too many donuts, Mm -hmm. I first have to be honest with myself and be like, Tweety, you eat too many donuts. So I appreciated the fact that we were able to be honest earlier in our relationship Mm -hmm. to build it to what it is and what it's continuously growing to. Because if you stop growing... You become stagnant. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you sit still. Right. It's easy to get bored with one another. It's easy to overlook the things that we do for one another. And I never want that to be the, the thing. So um, really learning how to create those boundaries also 
to where we have an opportunity to have fun with one another. Yeah, and also, um, I mean, switching hats between like being business partners and being life partners. Um, we make, you know, there's a lot of things on our back, you know, as far as breaking generational curses. And with us and with our family, this us, Tweety and Patrice and Gwini, we are providing, um, and I'm speaking this right now publicly, that we're going to provide a way of generational wealth for our kids, 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 kids. You will know that they will be taken care of. I believe that um, they are going to be the heir to something that that through God we are going to build. And if we don't finish building it, so the next generation going to build it. But something going to be in the ground. You hear me? So anyway, we're going to go ahead and move on to add talks, my dear. Ding! Time to add tax. Um, I'm coming in. Real hot today. Oh, he he said he had time today. <laughs> so, uh, oh me, oh me, oh my. Oh me, oh me, oh me, oh my. Oh me, oh me, oh me, oh my. I think that's what we're gonna name it. But <laughs> what are we naming? Oh, oh me, the, the podcast, the episode. Oh. oh me, oh me, oh my. Okay. And oh me, oh me, oh my. I want to say. For my ad tax, we're going to talk about blaming it on lazy. Okay. This is just me. I got to get this off my chest. It's puffing up, and I just got to get it out. Okay. When you are the problem, mm-hmm. do not point the finger elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Do not point it at God. That's that's where we go first. Mm-hmm. But God, mm-hmm. nope. Mm-hmm. Do not point it at others. Mm-hmm. Point that finger back to self. Don't even point it to the devil. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he just enjoy you watching, and he enjoys watching, watching you self destruct. Yeah, and just be like, I didn't even have to do nothing. Right. So in this season, if you are in a place of lazy, it's a place where it's very comfortable. I find myself there, you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you're not alone. So this is not to condemn you, criticize you, judge you, any of that. I'm going to be done here in a little bit. I'm racking up a little bit no, more. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go little, ahead. A little more change. That's it. That's it. But if you're in this island of lazy and you are floating away into an abyss, <laughs> I want you to know that the end of it starts when you hold yourself accountable. Mm. Hold yourself accountable to the destination that you got into or the place that you got into. And learn to do that first. Sometimes we seek advice from others when we, we don't want to take God's advice first or our own advice. Mm-hmm. So please, stop blaming it on others, self, God, anybody else. Blame it on yourself. And take ownership. I'm not saying blame it as far as being self, having self-pity. I'm saying take ownership of the things that you did and now go back and apply the right steps and procedures to being a better you. Amen. Amen. That'll preach for me. Um, my ad text on this wonderful uh, week of this podcast um, is you are not in contract with God. This is not, you know, when God has you on assignment, sometimes we think that once we um, get them done, that for some reason, you know, we good, like we done, you know what I mean? Like, whoo. Glad that's over. But um, I have to say, oh me, oh me, oh me, oh my. Oh me, oh me, oh me, oh my. Oh me, oh me, oh me, oh my. Ah, ah, ah. She does that afterwards too. Tweet, we got it. Ah, ah. Um, <laughs> that you are not in contract. This is not a, hey, 12 months, you in, you out type of thing. You have to check your commitment level. Okay, God, I'm going to take wherever you take me, I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to follow you. And I will always say yes. Sometimes we say yes to that one big thing. And then after that big thing is done, because it took so much out of us, then we're just like, "Woo! all right, well, we good for a second. After I finished writing my book, I thought that the enemy would like get up off me. Like I thought that like all of a sudden certain things were going to lift off of me that were on me while I was writing it and what made it so hard to write it because the enemy did not want me to get this book out at all. And so after I was done with it, I'm like, whoa, we done. We good. Yes. All right. Just the things that he will do. He's not coming with nothing new. He ain't got nothing new to present to you. He's only going to bring you, you, but that's for the, you know, you'll catch that on the way home, you know? So 
I was struggling with certain things that he would bring and make and, and not make me rehearse that I chose to rehearse and, and got stuck in a cycle. And all the while I got this book out. All the while I got, you know, that so it wasn't it wasn't that. Like we have to conquer things and we have to realize that the real assignment sometimes is not accomplishing things sometimes it's conquering things sometimes it's overcoming things sometimes it's putting the enemy in his place and putting fear back in hell where it belongs so realize today that you are not in contract with god you are not a short-term employee you are not um a dislocated worker you are not a part-time or seasonal employee you are there for the long haul from this day into the day until until i can't even say until the day you die but until because your goal is to have eternal life with him in heaven right so anyway we love you guys. Make sure you go ahead and share this podcast with somebody else. Get you a cup of what kind of coffee? Hustle Blends. Hustle Blends coffee. Oh, and go tell somebody that Hustle and Hustle Blends stands for help us see the light everywhere. We love y'all for real. Y'all take care of yourselves. Enjoy another week. Be safe. All right. Love on the people around you. Show love to yourself and definitely spend time with God. Thank you. Bye.